This is D-Rice with the Ice, back with another episode. This is episode two, and we are here talking about the coronavirus and how it's affecting everyday life. I'm here with my mother, Alicia Rice, once again. Hello. And uh, we're going to dive right into it. So, Mom, do you know anyone that has been diagnosed with corona? Actually, I do. I have a coworker who was diagnosed um about a week and a half ago and um she actually went through um symptoms such as uh high fever um body aches she had respiratory issues um they advised that she had pneumonia as well um and she actually was just discharged from the hospital today, um, but she has to go under a 30-day quarantine. She has been left and affected with um, permanent lung damage and po- the possibility of having to be on oxygen for the rest of her life. So it's severe. Um, it hit home when we heard about that. Um, considering the last time that I had saw her at work um, and was just kind of just concerned for her safety and the safety of her family and friends that she lived with, um, the safety of those that she came in contact with the office. But it really hit home when we did, when I put a name with the face of someone who actually had been affected by coronavirus and just hearing the many, many, many more stories um, it just doesn't make things even easier to be able to kind of digest um, when you see how much this virus is affecting people's lives. Mm. Wow, that is, that's crazy. So what are, you, what are you doing to ensure that our family does not contract corona? I'm making sure that we're taking the proper precautions that we've kind of gotten from information from the CDC that we've that I've read up on and being able to pass that information down to our family. So making sure that we're washing our hands, that we're keeping sanitizer around, that we're keeping Clorox wipes and Lysol wipes around, um, just making sure we keep everything kind of clean in our home, even when we do need to go out and go to the store for groceries or gas, um, that we're just, we're only going out for the necessities. Otherwise, we're staying at home, um, trying to get exercise by just walking in neighborhood, um, practicing social distancing to the hundredth power. Um, just making sure we're just trying to take all the necessary precautions to keep our family and friends and um, our, our family, our immediate family here in the house um, safe and clean um, and free of any viruses. Um, and also to just making sure we're checking on family members and friends and just just checking in, seeing if people need anything. If we got something extra and they couldn't find it in the stores, we're just checking in and just making sure everybody is good and covered. Daryl, can you tell me how you're affected as a kid, as a young man, um, and having to deal with the coronavirus um, and how it's affected your daily life? Well, for me, 
I mean, because I'm so active, I can't go to the gym and play basketball. And, like, I'm I'm forced to stay home and do other things because most of my workouts and the way I stay in shape is from going to the gym, working out on some ball handling, shooting, and conditioning on the court. But now that I'm limited to a court, I have to just stay home, do small things. I got to start holding myself accountable for, like, doing certain workouts, like, probably, like, core and, like, running the neighborhood or something. But it's very it's very hard. I mean, I know we have to practice social distancing, but I still go over to, like, Kylie's house and play ball. But, like, even then, I'm going to have to start limiting that because, I mean, they, of course, they have other people at their house. So, like, anything can happen because I don't know where they've been and stuff like that. But this is a tough time for, I think, everybody going through this because, like, nobody wants to stay at home. I mean, it's the choice to stay at home sometimes, but when you're forced to stay at home, it, it hits different. It just feels way different. So, yeah. Okay, so how is how what do you think should be done about the coronavirus or like what steps should be taken to limit this? Um I feel that um proper testing um should have been done a long time ago. Um I think just because there's so many people that can be considered asymptomatic um and so if you're asymptomatic then but you can still pass the virus on to individuals that could you know um display symptoms and be affected that is that's scary um because of the length of time before you actually start to see the symptoms i could be an asymptomatic person and if i give it to my husband or to my kids I I would be devastated because they may be symptomatic and have severe issues. However, if I knew that I had the virus and was asymptomatic, I would have quarantined myself and stayed away from them because I didn't want to pass on something to them um, because I was contagious. So I think proper testing should have happened much sooner um, for individuals. And um, I think even for... Um, because this is so new for everybody, um, I know there are individuals that, um, or even the government just was kind of slow to respond because this is so new for so many people. Um, I mean, we just haven't had a pandemic in probably any, well, not in any of our lifetimes at this particular point. And so the, you can hear and read about things all day long but when it's actually happening to you um this is different you don't know what to do and there's still so many unknowns as it relates to the coronavirus and i think that's the part you know that is the unknown is the and, it, and the uncertainty of everything is um it still it gives a little bit of anxiety sometimes with it um just having the effects of saying that oh just the elderly are normally are the ones who get it but you've been seeing people of all ages being affected those with and without pre-existing conditions so it's scary um so i but i do think that testing would earlier testing probably could have helped our numbers a little bit that's just my take all right
Because all these other countries, they've, like, I think they said have, Russia had been doing it since early January. So, like, this corona stuff is definitely not new to us or new to the world. Like, it's it's been going on for a while now. I know I see things on Twitter talking about, like, like the back of certain cleaning products says kills viruses such as, like, you know, corona and stuff. And, like, corona's been around. I feel like for years now or for a while now and then that like just the severity of it and how it's so contagious is just like it's wiping everything out. And I know there's a bunch of conspiracies talking about oh this could be planned and stuff like this, but like who knows? Like this is affecting everybody and I know my grandfather is what, eighty five and he has never he he nor his his father has ever seen anything like this before. And I think his father may have seen something like it, probably like the Great Depression or, yeah, or like the the big old plague that was back then. But this is definitely different. This is, we've never seen it in our lifetime. And my parents are new to it, and we're definitely new to it. But I know, it, like, if we ever saw this again in our lifetime, we probably would be better prepared, but I think right now, people, the way people are acting and stuff like that, people aren't all the way prepared. And this shows, like, what if something catastrophic, catastrophic happened? And, like, we don't know how to survive off small things, like, like how to ration our food and stuff. So, like, this could be, this is like a wake-up call for the world. And we should take some big old steps. And that's that. And I just have a final comment on, as it relates to the coronavirus. I I do, I get to give some positives on all of this that is happening. Um, and I, I do feel that, um, I do feel that we are in a space where we've been made to slow down. Life is always so busy, has been so busy, <laughs> um, even just especially for our family and many others. So we don't sometimes take the time out to spend with one another as family. We're in the same households, but we just don't. Um, we're just so busy and always doing something. So this is definitely the positive of this has definitely been great. And being able to spend time, more time with the kids, everybody's home. I got a senior getting ready to go off to school. So this time has actually been very great. And I want to also to thank the Sandy Creek teachers um, and administrators for all that they've done in order to get this um, online schooling, homeschooling on the road. I mean, I know it probably wasn't easy um, in getting this. And um, I know the, the kids are missing being actually in the classroom um, but the way that the materials that we, that we received as to what was happening in the communications, I think, was on point, a um, hundred plus percent um, uh, with Sandy Creek High School and the Fayette County school system. So I do commend all of the teachers that are and administrators that are involved in this process and making this success, successful, considering the circumstances and that a short amount of time. So thank you and kudos to 
um, Sandy Creek High School. All right. And that's it for episode two. Episode three coming out soon.